1: I am a wellness advocate and energy worker. I am dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs create a balanced and healthy lifestyle by providing tools, tips, and resources that elevate health from the inside out. Every episode, myself along with a featured guest share our Steps to Feel Good Daily journeys on my globally recognized show, Steps to Feel Good Daily with Lana. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Steps to Feel Good Daily with Lana. I am really excited. We have Charmaine Diallo with us today. I'm hoping I said that right, and if I didn't, I'm sure she'll correct me um, when she comes up from the green room. But before I do that, I am going to share a little oil tip associated with with what our topic is today, which is energetic boundaries. Oh my goodness, I can't wait for you to meet this lovely woman. So I picked two oils. One is lemon eucalyptus, and I never really would have thought of this one, but it's for energetic, um, weakened, when you're feeling weakened energetically, um, exposed, or poor boundaries and clove, which is the one I would normally go to is the, it's actually the oil of energetic boundaries. And it helps when you're feeling defeated or dominated or fear of rejection. Oh my goodness. So I am going to share a little bit about Charmaine before I bring her up from the green room. She is not only beautiful, uh, sweet soul. She, um, Serves her clients by helping them to relieve physical, emotional, and mental discomforts that can result from spiritual awakening. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to learn about all that. So let's bring her up from the green room. There she is. Hi, beautiful. Hi, (laughs) How are you? I'm doing really, really good. Um, so you say that you help empaths stop absorbing others energy and having their energy drained. And you also teach them to protect, to protect their energy and step into their abilities. Of course, I have some questions about that. <laughs> so let's talk about how you discovered your
0: ability. Okay, so when I was a child in grade school, I had my abilities. They were wide open. I, of course, was taking energy from others. I wasn't aware of that. And I was able to see things. I was able to see energy, beings, you know, different things, but that wasn't accepted in my home when I was growing up. So I basically fear, I cut it off and it came back to me as an adult. And this time I was waking up at 3 a.m. I didn't pay much attention until my daughter started to wake up at 3 a.m. And she, she was well past, you know, the age where kids wake up in the middle of the night. So I had to figure out a solution. She wasn't just waking up and, you know, reading a book. She was running around. She was making all kinds of noise. It was not something I could easily explain to my husband. So I had to find a solution. You know, it was crazy.
1: I find it really interesting that you say it like scared you when it first happened. Cause I know that there's been times I don't, I can't say if it was when I was young. I know my sister maybe had more abilities, but I would feel maybe like some in the dark, I would feel mm-hmm. like something's there or I might, I might jump. And then I would, I specifically, ask yes, this is, I don't want to see any energies. I don't want to see any of that. Is that
0: kind of what happened to you? That's what happened. You were setting your intention, even though maybe you didn't know what you were doing, but you decided. And so you didn't see him anymore, I'm sure, right? After that, that was kind of the end of it.
1: No, I guess I I might've had a few little fears, but it was like not, I I mean, it's just like anytime it would come, I would say, you know, leave. I don't want that. I don't want Yeah. So how did learning this ability help you in like your feel good, your feel good journey, your wellness journey?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I I would take on energy from my clients and I I do energy work. So of course there's energy involved and people are releasing fear and depression and all these different things. And so I was taking it on and it really limited me in the number of people I could work with and how much I could help. So I had to figure out a way for myself and then, you know, for my clients who are also experiencing it, had to come up with a way that was permanent. You know, I tried lots of different techniques, but none of them really worked. So through my research, through working with clients, I found there's a system within your body already to protect you. You just have to develop it.
1: Oh, interesting. Just like walking, just like talking.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's right there. But like someone has to be patient, teach you how to walk. Someone has to repeat the words for you to learn. You know, it's it's like that you're not going to need all that repetition. But it's something that needs to be kind of trained into place. Definitely.
1: So you say highly sensitive people who have a gift of connecting with the spiritual realm have also tried various energy protecting techniques that didn't work so you're saying that you have different clients that come to you and because i mean i've heard of shielding shielding yourself um but the but there's is it just that they're still getting the negative energy attaching to them because they haven't learned the proper
0: techniques (coughs) that's an excellent question so let's let's just use an example let's say that Mm -hmm. your actual body can be trained to be a waterproof material. And when it goes, when you go outside, it's raining. Supposedly you wouldn't pick up this this material, right? This material would keep the water out. So what happened is people don't know this material is already there. They already have this protection. So they put on a raincoat. But because of their beliefs, there's holes in the raincoat. There's a belief they don't deserve to be energized or they don't deserve good treatment for others. Or you know we have all these beliefs, we have all these issues, we have agreements with our mom that we'll pick up her stress after work, or with our spouse that we'll do X, Y, Z. These are all energy agreements. So even though you put your raincoat on, which is like your visualization, (laughs) it's got holes in it. (laughs) So you're not gonna get dry, you know, or your umbrella with holes in it. You've got to train your waterproof coating to protect you, and then you don't have to think about it anymore, you know. But it's got to be put into place. Okay. Well, I,
1: I would call that a bit of a, a, an energy, kind of an energy developing moment. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I have a couple more questions here. I have, um, <clears throat> I wanted to know why do we absorb energy
0: oh, in the first that's- place? That's a really awesome question. So I like to liken it to a baby. Babies are born with certain instincts. They know to eat, they know to sleep, you know, basic stuff. But when they're starting to learn, they learn by putting things in their mouths. They experience it, they taste it, they smell it, they do all these things. But that's not the best way, right? It's dangerous. That's kind of how empaths who haven't been trained to use their protection get their information from the environment and from other people. Yes, we want to know that people are in a certain mood or we want to have information. But what we're doing is actually taking the energy within us just to find out the information. But really, there's a way to separate the two. And when your boundary is in place, when you've trained your body to protect you, you can take the information in. But the energy stays wherever it came from, the person, the environment, whatever.
1: So is this part of part of this is like setting an intention? Because I know that we can heal our bodies with mm-hmm. intention, right? Yes.
0: So yes. Then- yes, that is that is the main point. But if you already have programming in place that you learn as a child, or say in a past life, you were a healer in a past life, and you didn't have your protection in place, then you may have the beliefs that no matter how much this drains me, I have to help other people. You know, we have these unconscious beliefs that are still affecting us, even though logically you know this doesn't make sense for me to take other people's energy on. It's wearing me out, it's making me sick. But you've got these things built in you know, a perfect example is a love relationship. You may have witnessed this with your parents or you may have learned if I give my energy away, people will be nice to me or someone will love me. And then you have this codependent thing going on where you've got to give away energy and the other person gives you what you want and you think it's working, but really it's to your detriment. Well, it
1: seems like I mean, I hear about a lot of this stuff going on, right? And yeah, I yeah. just think people aren't even aware of what's happening to them. No. That they're that they're just they're just thinking, oh, it's my partner or it's this or it's that. Right. But yeah. really it, it's something that they need to work on.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the wonderful part about it. You have the power to stop it, even though there's other people involved.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. So the other question that I had for you, because I know that you've mentioned to me about angels and it yeah. has just triggered this big light inside of me. I've, I've been asking at church, um, just different information on angels. I know mm-hmm. that I'm uh, one of the things that came back to me was the angel. Michael was mm-hmm. with Christ in Gethsemane during the atonement. Mm-hmm. And that's all I ever really heard heard about it. And, and actually, I didn't even know about that until he sent me this article. But it just doesn't seem like I mean, there's some people that talk about angels, but it's kind of like that, you know, woo, is it a woo woo thing? <laughs> um, but just the fact that you say that you you work with your angels. Yeah. Um, I'm- it's intriguing. So allow,
0: yeah. please. <laughs> yes, for sure. I mean, in this culture, it's kind of and I'm saying American culture, North American, you know, I'm not sure everywhere how they view angels. But here it's kind of like you call on your angels when there's an emergency, or your your angels are the ones who pull you out of a car crash, or you weren't supposed to survive X accident and your angel pulled you out. And people have this idea that guardian angels are for emergencies. And it's so far from the truth. Of course, yes, they're there to save us. But people are not having accidents all the time. There's other (laughs) things you can do with them.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I like like that. I I mean, I think I've used them without knowing. I was using them in like work situations when I had to figure out something that was like the most impossible thing that consciously there's no way in the world that I would have known how to answer, fix. I even on online with somebody um, like it was like AT and or something, figuring out something with the computer. I just mm-hmm. kind of played around, and then something just happened. Uh oh, we lost you. Uh oh, we lost our precious angel. Let me see if I can find her again. Hopefully she'll come back on. So anyway, so I'll just talk until we get her back. Um, hopefully she knows to come back. <laughs> Never without a glitch. Isn't it so true? So let me, um, let's see if she comes back. And um, what I was talking about was, I have used the techniques of asking questions in my life and really wasn't aware of where this, what this is. Um, is it higher self? We, you know, we hear about higher self, higher consciousness, we hear, you know, God, angels, whatever. So just knowing that Charmaine uses angels kind of in her daily life. Um, so here is her next, there she is. There she is. She comes back just in time. I love it. <laughs> there you are. Hello. I you know if I should text you if you would know just to come back in or not, but you know, hey, this is the joy of, the, of going live, right? Yeah. So um, let's see. We Okay. So here was, um, this is what I wanted you to elaborate on is you connect with angel guidance and that is something that you do even when setting goals i mean we all hear about goal setting we set our goals but how do you
0: use angels in that process well it's kind of how you were describing before you know i set big goals for myself and i know that i can't reach them just on my own steam you know i need help i need ideas and i know that my angelic guidance team can give me insights that i probably would never come up with on my own they always have creative enjoyable ways to do things when i might be trying to like bang it out and they've got you know a really simple solution i was like huh, why didn't i think of that well you don't need to i can just ask
1: <laughs> well we've probably been around a bit longer than we have or at least They have more knowing than we have right and then we also have these earthly i call them our earthly angels the people that show up just at the right time when you're when you're needing something right yeah yeah
0: for (laughs) sure yeah i mean anyone can can be instrumental in helping you yeah right so when you're speaking of angels you're speaking of
1: Angels, maybe from the other side, maybe from this side, um, yeah. or just information showing up.
0: Yes. Our creator works in mysterious ways, as they say. You know, <laughs> you, you were talking with me before and you said you were, you want to know where your keys were. And you didn't get an answer in your head like, oh, check under the couch or something. Right. You just turned your head and they were there. So it's it's like that. It doesn't have to be complicated. Like, I've got to meditate first. No. It can just be asking for help. I like that you said this has saved you from a great deal of
1: time in preventing you from going off in the wrong direction.
0: Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. I you know. really like
1: that. So You're you really had fine. a feel good tip. Mm-hmm. And this is to take a cool shower to alleviate bad energy. So um, tell us about that.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, even though you may be still taking energy on, right, something that I teach my students in the very beginning is to get some relief. Like, regardless of whether you're protected or not, let's feel better. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) yeah, and I mean, this is like. (laughs) Everyone pretty much, I won't say everybody, but everyone pretty much takes a shower. So <laughs> instead of just getting in the shower, or scrubbing down, whatever you do, let's be intentional about it. That's the only difference. So when you have the warm water, just say all this energy that's not serving me going down the drain. It's so simple, you know, and then when you start to feel some relief and most people will unless you've got like a whole lot of stuff going on. You know, you're gonna feel a little bit of relief. That's when you can turn your water to cool, and that's kind of closing yourself down after you've taken out what you can get out.
1: Right. And then you'll, you'll notice. i could call that stepping a stepping into wellness moment, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, you gotta
1: take a shower anyway. <laughs> you might as well be intentional about your shower. There you go. And, yes. and
0: and it's a double it's a it's a double whammy, right? <laughs> yeah yeah, it's something you already do that's those are the best tips. those are the ones you're gonna implement. the ones that are easy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, and it's like you don't just change all at once. it's kind of that's why there's kind of like a stepping into it. It's kind of a step by step by step by step process. I'm sure that even when you're teaching people, how to protect their energy. It's not like you just say, here's all the information. Then it's kind of like you have to develop one little gift and skill before you can move on to another one. That's
0: right. That's right. Yeah.
1: So I know I've had a lot of hormonal issues and I feel like my spiritual gifts or whatever have started developing. Mm -hmm. I have tried everything medically <laughs> it seems like medically possible i've done acupuncture i've done i've tried all the different little um hormonal things and all this kind of stuff and i've i have some relief because i do body code so i'm able to when it starts i can help get mm-hmm. rid of that yeah but for it to not go away like completely says right. something's up
0: exactly exactly it's just like some of the other symptoms we talked about like waking up at 3am, you know, some of those other things. It's kind of almost like your system is telling you, hey, something is going on here. Let's fix it. When we fix it, the symptoms will go away. So yes, when you are constantly taking on other people's energy and also being drained, it has a strong effect on your hormones, specifically your adrenals. And when you're carrying your stress, other people's stress, it has you in fight or flight most of the time. So, that wears your adrenals out. It wears out your different hormonal systems. And so now you're constantly in a stressed out mode and your body doesn't have a chance to recover.
1: And probably affects the cortisol levels in your body, which is.
0: Yes, it does.
1: I'll just use that as my excuse for my weight gain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it absolutely has to do with weight gain. Yeah. For sure. It it affects you. Cortisol is bad business. You don't want too much cortisol. You want it if you have an emergency, if you need to run from an elephant or something, you want your cortisol to kick in. But if you're just trying to go through your daily life, you don't want cortisol every day spiking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> okay. I had a little share good tip. It was knowing your boundaries and setting clear boundaries is so important to your well-being. And
0: I know you have a comment about that because, (laughs) so I want you to correct me on this one, okay? (laughs) It's not about correction. The first thing is a lot of people who are sensitive are told, right, to toughen up, you know, don't don't let other people walk on you, all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But if you have this programming that says, I have to take on others' energy, I have to be helpful, I have to do this, I have to do that, You can have the best intentions, you can say affirmations, you can set your boundary, you know, and I'm not making fun of you. That's how I was told as well, you know, oh, we'll just put up a boundary, you know, if that was working, we'd all be energized and no hormonal issues at all. (laughs) So we got to get rid of the programming too. That's part of the eight week course, getting rid of the programming and building the boundaries at the same time.
1: Okay, I love
0: that. So um, I wanted you to
1: tell us. I know that you have a free gift. Yeah. And I'd like you to tell us about that. And I'd also like you to tell us about what your, you know, what your offering is, what you do to help these people. You have an individual work and then you also
0: have a course. Absolutely, yeah, I'd be happy to. So as far as my free gift, I would love for everyone to come and check out my energy healing guide. It talks all about that inborn system that we've been discussing this whole time. You have what you need to protect you. It's your waterproof coating, but if you don't get it started, get it going, access it, it's just flailing in the wind and (laughs) you're open and vulnerable. So the guide talks about that. You also get a quiz. So the quiz tells you, are you being drained more by your environment or are you being drained by the people that you know? You know That's important to know when you're setting up your system. And then we have a chat afterwards. Once you fill out the quiz, my thank you is a chat with me. And so we can talk, how does this look like for you? What can we do to get you moving to where you have firm boundaries. You're being respected by the people that are around you because they're just responding to your energy. You know, if you say, hey, you can tell me your life story and waste my time. That's what people are gonna come up to you and do. <laughs> you know, that used to happen to me all the time. People, Strangers would tell me all their business. So that's what the PDF is all about. <laughs> you're laughing. You look like somebody has done that to you before. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I guess it's just sometimes when people maybe subconsciously attract and know that we're going to listen because we love them. And so (laughs) we're the impasse here to help you get through it. But, yeah, I've learned to, like, say you know, cause I know that we all struggle. We all oh, have our struggle. I'm right. You know, I have my struggles. It's like, that's I don't really know if anybody wants to hear about them all day long. I mean, they might know a little bit about them, but I, I'm not going to share all the details.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> and that's because you're respectful. But what happens is if your energy says you can do whatever you want, I'm mm-hmm. here, I'm going to take on whatever you have to give me. Then they're not really being disrespectful. They're just following the instructions that you've given. And it's like right. permission. So I teach you how to take that permission away <laughs> and still talk with them and be helpful, but they can't dump their energy on you and they can't drain you. So the conversation usually is a lot shorter too, because <laughs> they've got to.
1: Yeah, because it's on. like being um, em- empathetic is that you have that understanding, but you're not, but you give them a tool to help them rise up as opposed to like wallowing and falling yeah, cool. down with them is really what exactly what it
0: amounts to right yes that's exactly what we do an eight-week program i'm helping you one build that boundary into place getting it firm getting it strong it's natural so it's going to be there you don't have to think about it in the morning oh did i remember no it's there you know, once the eight weeks are over, it's in place. And we also remove those agreements. This isn't something that's widely talked about. You may have an energy agreement. I always pick on moms, but it's because everybody pretty much lived with their mom. Your mom may have used you to dump energy after a stressful day. That sounds horrible, but it's all subconscious, you know, and she really, maybe she screamed at you because she got stressed, you know, or Maybe your spouse comes and tells you a long, sad story every day about how stressful things are. And you just have these agreements with them like, "Okay, I love you. I want your love. So I'm going to take on whatever you bring me. You know, and then, of course, that's not good for you and it's not good for the relationship. So we identify those types of things. Get rid Mm -hmm. of it. At the same time, we're building your uh, firm boundary. Awesome. Well, I really
1: appreciate you doing this with us and, and letting us know what tools you have to help us to get through these challenges that we face on a daily basis. Cause yes. we all have them. So I'm going to drop you into the green room and I will join you in a minute.
0: All okay? right. Thank
1: you so much, Lana. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you everyone for coming to steps to feel good daily. Um, love sharing these tips with you so that you also know what is available for you um, facing your daily challenges. So feel good. Thank you. More about me, my products and services at happyhealing.me. Make sure to join me for another episode every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Central Time on my globally recognized show, Steps to Feel Good Daily with Lana.
0: Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm Peter.